everyone, welcome back to the I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now podcast, where we tell true stories of survivors of true crime, natural disasters, and everything else in between. How's it going, Michelle? It's awesome. We are five days away from my wedding. Oh, how can that be? How can that be? I do not know. Oh my gosh. Ah, so exciting. Are you feeling a a little stressed? Uh, Just a a tad. Just a hair. Just a hair. Yeah, my goodness. It's going to be great. I almost punched your desk in my enthusiasm. <laughs> That's fine. You can do it. It can handle it. You can punch it all you right. want. Uh, but Michelle has been uh, very helpful. Oh. And uh, she's going to be making her cake, and I'm so excited. I and... am excited to make your cake. I got to be honest. Like, I always, I don't know, like, there's just. Something about getting things together for yeah. a big cake. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds dumb, but it's fun. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's going to be just like this and this. And I can kind of envision it in my yeah. head. You order all the shit from Amazon. It's all much smaller than you anticipate. <laughs> so you have to reorder from Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you I got, no. you're going to have gold leaf on your cake. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the gold. I remember So there that. is some gold on your yeah. cake. And I got all this gold leaf. And I was fun. super excited because... Every packet of gold leaf I've ever seen is like four by four, at least. Like, it's pretty good sized sheets. Uh And the ones I got for your cake are these tiny little, like, fucking less than two inches. I was like, God damn it. Once again, I got to return it um, for the, it's smaller than I expected button. (laughs) That's what Amazon needs. That's so funny. This is smaller than I anticipated. No, I'm very everything i order from amazon uh i'm very excited i'm excited too but we do have to let everyone know that this is actually going to be our last episode until april we're taking a bit of a hiatus we're taking march off just because you know i'm getting married and going on a honeymoon and it's a whole effing thing it is uh it's a lot right now so (laughs) a little break is is gonna be good that's right. We'll come back in April, refresh. Yeah. You'll be married. Yeah. I'll still be married. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully we'll have, uh, like we said, we have the swag coming. Um, oh, yeah. We'll have we'll some have... t-shirts and some tanks. Yeah. Whatever the else you could possibly desire. It's going to so be awesome. Please stay tuned for that. And we hope we, you know, you continue listening to us in April, but we do need a, a little break. Just <laughs> Just a, a small one. <laughs> we do enjoy doing this podcast, of course, but yeah, with uh, certain, you know, with wedding. Giant and, wedding ahead. Yeah. Impending. We're going to be gone. So. Indeed. Yeah. Well, uh, in, I don't know, dedicated blue, to your okay. honeymoon. Yes. Uh, I thought we would make blue Hawaiians. That's right. We're going to Hawaii. Oh, it's, no, these, excuse oh, me. Okay. Excuse me. These are blue Hawaiis. Oh. Not blue Hawaiians. Okay. So as it turns out, blue Hawaiis and blue Hawaiians are two different drinks, Mm. which I did not know. So blue Hawaii, it's all the same ingredients except for you put sweet and sour. Okay. Sour mix. Is it sweet and sour? I don't know what the fuck it is. We put sweet and sour. It's the sour mix, the stuff you put in fucking margaritas. You know what I'm talking about. But in the blue Hawaiian, instead of the sweet and sour, you put in... Uh, cream de cocoa. Okay. So it's like sort of a creamier. Okay. So what? Uh, which ones are we drinking? We're bringing blue Hawaii's. Hawaii's. Yes. Okay. okay. So what's in it? So I will tell you that in two seconds. <laughs> okay. So it's. 
three quarters of an ounce of vodka, three quarters of an ounce of light rum, a half an ounce of blue carousel, okay. which we still fucking have for some reason, <laughs> three ounces of pineapple juice, an ounce of sweet and sour mix, a little pineapple wedge, which we didn't have, and a cocktail umbrella, which we Yay. also didn't have. Yeah. So we had pineapple stirs yeah. and a straw. I drank the shit out of these. When I went to Hawaii, right, we went on sort of a boating excursion. We uh-huh. snorkeled around, and then on the way back, they made this huge like barbecue feast, and you Ooh. got unlimited amounts of drinks. And so I drank the crap out of Blue Hawaiians for like two hours. <laughs> well, for my bridal shower, Michelle, Joel, and her mom got us a luau for Ooh. our Hawaii for Hawaii honeymoon. So I'm super excited about I am that. So the, thank you. Like, Feast at Lili or something oh is what gosh. it's called. But it is, wait. I can't wait for you. Like, uh, what you don't know is Joel and I are going to show up <laughs> at your damn luau. Please do. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> you know how much fun that would be? Oh, my God. We would be like, can you have the, that table be quiet because we're trying to watch the show right? and they're cracking up too much? That would be our case. That would be our case. <laughs> Oh, you're going to love wait. it. You're Thank you love so it. much. I'm so excited. Oh, my All word. Right. All right. So. Enough about your honeymoon. Let's get on to your story. <laughs> <All right>. the... <laughs> Who even cares about it? Yeah, seriously. Actually, I'll care about it the second we start talking. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay, so this story is about Donna Holm. Donna Holm. Yes. All right. So it's January of 1984 in oh, Colorado. Oh, shoot. We're kicking it old school here old today. Old school in Colorado. Okay. I like to think Colorado was a pretty sweet place in the 80s. They sure. were probably still smoking weed like they do now. Ah, uh, fair enough, yeah. Yeah. I bet so. I bet they were. Okay. Well, Let's just assume Donna was maybe a little snowy. Well, she's a flight attendant, so she's okay, traveling. Okay, probably not. Right. Whatever. Uh, and Donna is dating a man named Ron, who is a pilot. So, ooh, ooh, la, like, la. I know, right? The, like, what we all hope for when we're wanting to be a flight attendant. I know, right? Hook up with that sweet-ass pilot. <laughs> This hot body. Mm. So, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'll stop talking about flight uh, pilots. <laughs> Sorry, so girl. So she drove across town to buy a barbecue for a gift for Ron. Okay, so she's just randomly like, I would like to gift. do something nice for him. I'm going to go buy him yeah. a fucking barbecue. Yeah, she got him a barbecue and she also stopped at the grocery store and she actually wrote a check for $5 over the purchase amount just so she had a little bit extra cash, you know? All right, yeah. And then she went to uh, to pick up her mail as well. Hmm. So. It's a full day. Yeah, she's doing things. So it was the evening until she got back home. And she she's pulled, got that hot little barbecuer sitting right? in her trunk. She uh, she pulled into her garage and uh, she states, "At this point, I know I'm safe. I'm home. Nothing's following me." So this doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> I feel like she is not safe at all. So I reach and grab the mail and swing the car door open, and that's where my memory goes. <gasps> And it's now erased. So she doesn't remember anything after opening the door. So, okay. So she goes to get a barbecue. Or she no, she got her mail. Well, she got her barbecue well, yes, first. She, she goes and get her mail. She's yeah. doing errands. She rolls home. Yeah. Pretty pleased with her purchases slash mm-hmm. mail. She opens her door. Black. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So what had happened is when she opened the door, an attacker Hits her in the head Ugh. and immediately knocks her unconscious. Oh my goodness. 
what they do is they dragged her out of the passenger side of the car and her ribs actually bent the emergency brake handle that she had up. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, how does that happen? Just dragging her across the... Oh, my gosh. So the attacker actually sexually assaults her on the floor of the garage and then goes to her purse, steals her stuff, and then just flees. So it's not pilot boyfriend. No. Right? No. Okay. When Donna... Because I immediately was like, that guy's a dirtbag. She shouldn't be (laughs) buying him a barbecue at all. No, but when Donna regains her consciousness... She's naked and she feels like she's like had too much to drink. Like she's oh, like look foggy. Foggy, and... uh huh. Okay. She kept trying to get into the house, but she kept standing up and then falling and then standing up and just falling. Oh my gosh! Because she was hit in the head. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, unfortunately, Ron was on an overnight flight for you know being a pilot, mm. and he was returning the next day. So, he actually returns in the morning, and when he gets home, he sees blood on the porch, and he immediately runs inside. Yeah, could you imagine coming home to a pool of blood? Yeah, absolutely. So, he runs to different rooms and finally goes to the bedroom, and that's where he sees Donna lying in the bed with blood just all around her. Oh, my gosh. He starts yelling at her and actually rolls her towards him, and he sees a big dent in her head. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Take a drink. (laughs) I know. I will take a drink. Thank you, Kaylin. (laughs) So he gets Donna to the hospital and he was afraid that the attacker was going to come back because he didn't know who it was. Yeah. So he thought he like, they wanted to finish the job. So he's. No witnesses or something. He actually slept on her floor with a gun. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I love him. Everything about him. He, they eventually got a officer to stand outside her hospital door oh, just well, to make sure good. that she was safe. Oh, my God. And that Ron didn't have to stay, you know, in there as well. Awake for 24-7 yeah. for the next who knows how long. So in the hospital, she actually had the mentality of a two-year-old because of the oh, brain damage. Oh, my gosh. So everything was new to Donna. For example, she didn't know a knife and a fork. The silverware was there, but she didn't know, like, what to do with it. Oh, she's like, here's these things in front of me. Right. I'm going to pass on the whole situation. Yeah. And police and a therapist from the hospital even were in her room and told her what happened. And Donna was crying about this poor girl that went through that, but... She but did. she didn't realize it was her. Yes, exactly. Oh they kept having to tell her, like, this was you. This oh, happened she's to like, you. Poor thing. Exactly. I'm sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's even more heartbreaking. I know, right? Oh. So she kept going to therapy, and Donna's body healed, but she had to go through months of therapy to help her mind get better. I she can't get back even into that. imagine. No. So even after long conversations with, like, on the phone, Ron would ask her who she was talking to and what they talked about, and she couldn't remember. She's like, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Oh. But Donna did start to improve. So she was still learning how to speak and do things, (sighs) but she was getting better. And one evening, Ron made her favorite dessert. Oh, my God. Are you trying to make me up and cry? (laughs) Is that what's going on here? It was like a pistachio pudding dessert with nuts and whipped cream. That sounds delicious. Doesn't it? I think that sounds really good. 
So after dinner, he surprised her with a dessert. And on top of the dessert, in nuts, it spelled, Donna, will you marry me? Oh! I know! <laughs> God damn it. And she's like, no. <laughs> no I shouldn't say that, I kid. No, she, so... Of course, she said yes. Yeah. And okay. May 30th, 1984, they said I do in a friend's backyard. Aww. Even though Donna was still learning to eat and speak, uh, she wore a wig to cover up her bald head and healing wounds. Oh my God. From the accident. I've been kidding I me, Caitlin. Right. <laughs> so, this was the same year she was attacked. So, she was attacked in January. And now it's May of the okay, same year, so and they got married, and... We've had some time for recovery. Yeah, exactly. So, one year after the attack, Donna goes back to work and refused to let what that man did to her define her life. Oh, my God. Oh, ain't no man <laughs> gonna tell me. Exactly. That's what I told Joe this morning. I forget what he fucking said to me. He yeah. was like... You should be mad over this stupid thing in, like, New World. And I was like, ain't no man gonna tell me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's like, you're so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good Southern accent, though. I mean. That's right. I know we, one thing we've talked about, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, no, numerous okay. times about having the fondant business. Uh-huh. Is we get all these calls from people from all over the country. Oh, I bet. And so, like, recently we got a call from a woman in North Carolina. Mm. And she just had a very, like, well, look in the order some of your fondant. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, the sweetest thing. And it's, like, she tried to spell her last name. And it's, like, I understand that you're saying English words right, right. now, but I don't know any of them. <laughs> like, I could not tell you what. Right. And we eventually worked it out. Yeah. We got there. And then Joel had and I had this whole conversation about accents versus no accents. And yeah. yes, we have our own accent. And It's true. I mean, yeah, I think we do have our own accent compared to Southern. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. All right, Kaylin. Oh, my I don't gosh. know how we got onto that. I don't remember. I, don't remember I apologize. Either. It's okay, you know. <laughs> So, but unfortunately, no charges will be filed in Donna's case. What? They never found the man that actually did the attack. I forgot. We don't know who he is. Yeah. He just randomly attacked her. So, police and prosecutors believe the attacker was Alex Christopher Ewing. And he was convicted of uh, killing Bruce, Deborah, and their seven-year-old Melissa Bennett daughter to death. The three-year-old Vanessa luckily survived the attack in August. Um, was did it, she luckily survive? It she doesn't did. seem like it. But this man, Alex, was not convicted of this of these murders until August of 2021. What? Yes. They never found. That's the we- like 30 years later. Exactly. So they never found the weapon, but investigators think it was a claw hammer. And he was sentenced to three consecutive life sentences for this crime. Oh, so he's in jail. He's in jail, but at 61. Oh, yeah, because he lived for 30 years without ever going to jail. Exactly. I mean, for 30 years beyond his major crime against poor Donna. So he even had a trial scheduled in October of 2021 uh, for a rape and murder of a 50-year-old interior designer, Patricia Smith. And she was killed the day after Donna's attack. (gasps) What? Like back in 1984? Yep. So these attacks were unsolved for more than three decades. But a 2018 DNA hit 
led investigators to Alex. Oh. So it was a long God time. God damn, new fucking... DNA technology, yeah. man. No, I know that's, like, changed all kinds oh, of, absolutely. like, rulings, and we thought this guy did it, but it turns out this guy mm-hmm. did it, and all kinds of shit. And... So when the DNA hits, uh, Alex, at the time, was already behind bars in a Nevada attack for a late-night... For a late night axe handle attack on a couple, so he so he's just psychotic for years on end. Who knows how many people he's attacked at Mm -hmm. this point? But for Donna, for her case of the sexual assault, the statute of limitations have passed, so that's why they can't press charges against him about her case. They said that they could pursue like kidnapping charge, like he took her out of the car out of her will, you know, but. Ron was just like, she's been through enough to resurface this after 30 yeah, years. Like, that's true. Exactly. Well, and honestly, how much do you really remember? I mean, I'm sure yeah. she, it's all very vivid. Right. But I mean, a lot of the details sort of slip away. I mean, half the time exactly. I can't even hardly remember what I made a week and a half ago for dinner. <laughs> I mean. No, that will get into her memory of the attack. But so before the final arguments of the Bennett murder of those three uh, family the, members. The, yeah, husband, yeah. son, or husband, husband wife, wife and, daughter. and daughter. Okay, thank you. Her oh. friend asked Donna if she wanted to, like, go to the trial and watch, and she said yes, actually. And that was the first time Donna and Ron saw Alex in person for the very first well, time. Well, I was going to say, because she doesn't remember anything right. after opening that car door. Exactly. And it's, like, black. Yeah. Oh, yep. my God. So how was she able to determine, like, that was him? I think because the string of evidence of the same weapon, the same timeline of it all sort of fit in together. Mm -hmm. So that's why they believe that's what he was. Gosh. So when they saw him, they said that he was just a frail old man, and probably that's what they wanted to play for the jury. Like he's sixty-one, old. They didn't take accountability of his actions, even if it was like years ago. I don't give a shit if you're old. Yeah, right. You still got to go to Bill Cosby. Go to jail. Exactly. Like I'm sorry, you're too old. Yeah, that was devastating. That was. I loved the. The, the Cosby Show? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I grew up on that. Yeah. I fucking ate pudding pops like my whole childhood. <laughs> oh my gosh. God damn it. That was devastating uh, to oh hear. Well, and it's like when you have like 90 women coming out. Yeah. Most likely you did it. Yeah. Extremely frustrating because it's like those poor women have no vindication. Yeah. Nothing. Absolutely. Because to... you're famous, you know. Yeah. Fuck you. Ugh. You know, you act right around like a family guy but you're a douche and yeah. okay sorry go on Ugh. yeah so, I'm like Arr! so the frail old man thing did not good sway the jury and they're like yes michelle was in that jury and she's like <laughs> uh-uh not today so he did you know got those three life sentences oh good you know, okay in jail ron states i think i'm past the anger and he's getting justice being done here if donna hadn't recovered there might be some real hate still lingering in my body, but to see the way she turned out, she's the most wonderful person there could oh, be. I have I total goosebumps right now. Oh, I know. Like, it's just pure love. I know, exactly. Oh. So Donna feels blessed that she had no memory of the assault. No, good. But gratitude that while the attack changed her, it did not alter her essence of who she was. <gasps> I 
<laughs> I know. She's... God damn it, I'm sorry. She states, he did that to my body, but not my soul. Oh. So, and they are happily still married. And With their amazing children. and Living their best life. <sighs> and okay, they're still together over 30-some years after this, you know, all still happened. So... Ah, oh, Donna and Ron, like how sweet, like to come together over such an awful thing yeah. that happened. That's you know. That's Do you ever think marriage. about that you and what? Nicholas only have twenty more years to get to thirty years? Oh my god, that's disgusting. It's like fuck you right to your face. <laughs> it's such a long time. Like I joke to Nick, I'm like I would like to get married before I'm thirty, and now that I'm thirty, I'm like. <laughs> Girl, I was hoping to get married before I was 40, so (laughs) that 30 came and went, you know what I'm saying? No, we're, uh, we're super, I think, oh, if we can have the same love as, you know. I love uh, it when people stay married. Right? You know what Jamie Lee Curtis says? The key to marriage is don't get divorced. They, I, enough, she was, okay. I read this interview with her like yeah. fucking 20 years ago or something yeah. and she had been married to her husband Christopher Guest mm-hmm. for 30 years at that point point. and right. they're like what's the key to your long term marriage and yeah. she's like don't get divorced mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it that's fair enough so unless so you're you abused then yeah then fucking get divorced yeah. it's, it's time okay to... it's okay <laughs> it's okay indeed but Ah, uh, I just think, I just thought it was so sweet that he, uh, even though she was, like, going through this trauma, he was still there for her, and he's like, you know what, I love this woman so much, I'm gonna, I wanna marry her, even though she's at her, you know, at her worst. worst. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, that's what you want, for better or for worse. That's right. Ah! Uh, adorable. Alright, I'm sorry. Okay, Michelle, it's All your right. turn. Well, I don't even know if I wanna go. <laughs> Oh, well, this story is, you're going to kill me. Why? Much like the drinks, very much inspired by your honeymoon. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Great. It's a survival story in Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> like the evil laugh. Yeah, okay. that was supposed to be a little maniacal. Uh, okay, uh, let's yeah. hear it. No, I... I didn't want to get you anything that would make you too scared uh-huh. to go to Hawaii. Fair enough. Just, just a little bit like, mm, Michelle's a bitch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's what I was aiming okay. for. All right. So this story is about friends Mackenzie Clark and Brian Wargo. Okay. So back in October of 2014, they went to Hawaii together. Cute. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, like, friends. Fuck you. Yeah, they're our okay, friends. They're okay. not newlyweds or oh, anything okay. fun like that. So, uh, on this bright morning, the sun glistened off of four and five foot waves and off of Hawaii's Kauai, 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 oh, sorry, Kauai Bay. Anyway, I think that's pretty, I think it's in Maui. Oh, okay. So, I look for stuff in, for Maui. Yeah. So, Thank you're you. welcome. You're Thank like, you. fuck everything about you. I hate you. So, they were out and doing a little bit of surfing. Okay. I think it's like the paddleboard surfing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where you stand on it yes, and you sort of paddle board. around. Yes, I've paddleboard before. So, I've actually taken some paddleboard surfing <gasps> lessons really? while I was in Hawaii and turns out I'm just not that good at it. Fair enough, you know. <laughs> Maybe you'll be better. We'll but see. it's it's kind of fun because yeah. you can actually like ride the waves with it, but it's not quite like surfing. Okay. It's just sort of a little bit more mellow, hmm. if you will. So that's what these guys were doing. 
So they were about 400 yards from shore okay. when Mackenzie's board hit what she thought was a rock. So she sort of like, and it's like, what's, what's going on here? Uh-huh. And she looked down and instead of seeing the rock that she expected to see, she saw the outline of a shark. <gasps> yep. Oh, it was easily 12 foot, 12 feet really? long. Yeah. So she screamed and then she felt her board rise up as the shark's body is breaching the surface <gasps> just under her shark board Holy or under cow. her surfboard. So essentially she's like on her, uh, I want to call it a shark board now. (laughs) I don't even know what it's called. Surfboard. I can say things. So her surfboard was sort of balanced on the shark's head. Oh my God. So she was perched on his head and getting pulled out to sea. So the, the shark is swimming with her on her surfboard on top of its oh head and going out to sea with it. No. From where he sat on his board 20 feet away, Brian, who was 45 years old at the time, yeah. he saw a tiger shark. So, and as an avid outdoorsman, he knew that tiger sharks were extremely aggressive. Right. And so what he ended up doing is he sort of paddled frantically out to his friend so he could let her know there's a tiger shark right there, and you need to get back to shore. Even though she's already, like, with Yeah, she's already, head. like, riding out to yeah. sea with this tiger shark. But I don't think she fully realized, like, what was going on. Okay. I mean, at this point, she knows she's got a shark underneath, underneath her. her. It's not a rock. Right. But, you know. She know and then very... Brian's like, tiger shark, get right. back to shore. She ended up just essentially holding the... She was kind of on all fours and yeah. holding the surfboard. Absolutely. Like, on kind of the sides of it. Okay. Like, just so she could get a good grip. Yeah. And what ended up happening is the shark sort of rocketed up to the surface and then came down on the shark. I always want to call it a surfboard. It's this fucking surfboard. Okay, so the shark comes up. Yeah. Comes down on the surfboard. Okay. And her hands are right there and clamps right down on her hand. <gasps> so do you see what I'm, you see what so, I mean? Okay, it's like it bit it's like, down on the surfboard. So, you, so okay, say it again. So, he so was she's, underneath of her. Okay, so he's underneath her. Yeah. She's, he's taking her out to sea. Yeah. He sort of swims around and decides to come up out of the surface okay. of the water. And then he comes down and she's up on all fours yeah. holding her surfboard okay. with her two hands. And it comes down and just clumps down on her hand. Oh, okay. So it is bitten down on the surfboard and her plus hand. her hand. Oh, okay. So she's like pinned to the surfboard now. Right. And so she's trying to jerk free. But what ended up happening is she jerked free and then pulled herself right into the water. Oh, so my she gosh. just like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm free now, Unstable. and now I've toppled off of the surfboard into the water. She's of course like freaking out. Absolutely. So the shark took off, oh. but the surfboard was still kind of like under, like on top of him a little bit. Like okay. so, he came up and then came back under the surfboard. Oh, okay. And she's tethered yeah, to okay. it, so it's like connected With her on ankle. her ankle yeah, yeah, yeah. to the surfboard. And so now the surfboard is taking out, taking off into open water, mm-hmm. and she's getting dragged along. Is kind of my oh, point okay. because the surfboard is in its mouth, 
and it's swimming. She's leashed to it. Right. Now she's getting dragged along. Oh, my gosh. So okay. Brian, her friend, is yeah. just watching helplessly as all this is happening oh. to poor Mackenzie. So he sees her fly up and then come down back into the water. And then he sees the shark release the board and he tries to, like, get to his friend. Okay. Frantically. But blood is gushing everywhere Absolutely, from her hand. It's, you know, of course the shark clamped down on her yeah. hand. And so, but they're trying to get that ankle leash off. Okay. So he can, like, get her Separated. on his surfboard and get back into the shore. Mm-hmm. So they kind of, they're fumbling around, they're fumbling around, and they're like, he's coming back. <gasps> and so what Brian had seen is the dorsal fin yeah. of this tiger shark go out to sea and then turn around and come back towards them. (gasps) And so he's like yelling to Mackenzie to get on her board, to get back onto her surfboard. Okay. Which actually I thought was out to sea. So I apologize if I'm fucking this whole story up, but oh well. We get it. So the shark is coming back. And so it's headed back to Mackenzie. And so right in her direction, what ended up happening is this, the shark swam right under Brian's board. And so it went right underneath and the dorsal fin kind of popped back up after it had sort of swam underneath Brian's board. Okay. So it cleared Brian's board, hopped back up. Yeah. And so Brian grabbed it. The dorsal fin? The dorsal fin. Oh my gosh. As it like popped back up after it had just gone under his Uh surfboard, he grabs onto it. So with his left hand holding onto the fin, Brian starts punching the shark. Oh, so he should, ah. that's right. With his right hand, he tries to punch the shark in his gills with his right hand several times. And on the fifth punch, the shark sort of shuddered and then it swam back out towards open water. Okay. Okay. So he calls out like, are you okay? Yeah. And Mackenzie's like, it bit my fingers off. Oh my God. So poor thing is probably like, she's on top of her surfboard, yeah. but she's probably bleeding all over. And the surfboard actually now has three sets of teeth marks oh in it. Gosh. So it had tried grabbing it numerous times. And so there was two other surfers that heard the commotion from uh-huh. like a hundred miles or hundred miles, a <laughs> hundred yards yeah. away and they swam over to help. And so they were able to escort Brian and Mackenzie sort of back to shore. Okay. And all the while sort of keeping an eye out for the shark to sort of return. Because I guess that happens is, as you'll know in a minute with right. my other information that I brought with me. Yes. Is in the case of a shark attack, you need to get out of the water because even if it's calm, there's a likelihood that the shark will come back. Oh, so they okay. leave and then they come back. Ugh. So okay. if you can, get the fuck out of the water. Ugh. Okay. So okay. back on dry land. Yeah. Here we are. Um, the men fashioned a tourniquet for Mackenzie out of the top of her wetsuit because the blood was just gushing out of her left hand oh, I see. where she was bit. Yeah. And then they were able to sort of climb up the cliff to the parking lot. So they drove her to North Hawaii Community Hospital, which was 25 miles away, and they removed part of her left ring finger, but they were able to repair the majority of the damage with stitches. Oh, wow. Okay. So Mackenzie now realizes that she was very lucky and that because of her friend there to help that... She was able to actually make it out of this alive. Um, And Brian says he acted completely on instinct 
and he knew what he needed to do to save his friend, and that's what he did. So she was able to make it out with only just a few stitches. She lost part of a ring finger, but she did not lose her life. Wow. And she was able to get out of there. Or any fingers, just part of it. Just part of her ring finger. Okay. So... I took the liberty Ooh. of looking up how to survive a shark attack. Thank you. Please tell me. Because <laughs> you Please. are heading to Hawaii. You're welcome. Oh Let me find it. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I got my big stack of papers here. I thought you brought some follow-up information. Yeah, you're goddamn right. Of course I brought follow-up information. I was going to find all these things about, like, how to survive a shark attack. But then I found this Q&A of how to survive a shark attack. And that was just even better. So. (laughs) Do tell. So here's a few of my favorites. Okay. Okay. If I scream at a shark, will it do anything? No. No, right. Okay. So screaming at a shark will have absolutely no effects except perhaps annoying it and angering it. The thing that I only, the thing all I know is punching it in the nose. That's all I know. Okay. Good, good thing. Good okay. Thing. Okay. 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 There's a whole deal about okay. punching it in the nose. Okay. So the place to punch a shark uh-huh. is in the gills, the gills, the nose, oh, the nose. or okay. the eyes. Oh, so okay. So it turns out, like, if you have anything, i.e. any kind of weapon. Yeah. So they recommend if you can pull a rock off the bottom of the ocean. Oh. If you have a harpoon with you by chance. <laughs> by chance, yeah. Um, you should try to get it in the eyes or the gills. And yeah. that's, I know, I'm like, poor shark. I know, right? <laughs> like, oh, poor thing. I'm in its habitat, you know, but... So, essentially, if a shark manages to grab one arm, you need to punch the crap out of it with your other arm. I see. So, that's the way to do. Generally, most sharks' reaction times aren't super fast. Oh. So, they can see you you swinging and they'll open their mouth, but if if they're already coming at you with an open mouth, they can't avoid you. Oh. So, like, you know, they're already coming at you to bite, just punch them. Okay. Apparently, they will try to still bite you. Okay. So, the main thing is to get out of the water. Fair enough. Like, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep okay. saying. Like, if you can get out of the water, get out of the water. Right. Okay. Would it help if I stay still? So, it's erratic swimming uh-huh. that apparently brings them. Oh. So, if you're doing a lot of splashing around and trying to, like... Swim to shore as fast as you can, but making a lot of splashing, you'll attract them. Oh. So the key is to do a, like a breaststroke or something into shore. So you reduce the amount of splashing that Mm. you have. But what unfortunately happens is, what it sounds like, you're welcome. Even if you stay super, super still, they'll try to do a trial bite to see if you're food or not. Oh. And they'll discover your food and then immediately get excited. And then, Great. You, you know, okay. so. But the best thing is to stay calm and try to hover in the water. It's and hard don't, to do. Yeah. To so stay just, calm. just don't, you know, get attacked by sharks. <laughs> okay. Let's see what else we got here. Do you get back in the water after a shark attack has happened? No. What? No. So after a shark attack, it's not safe to get back in the water. Yeah. Because you're bleeding. Wait, what? Like, why is this a question? Well, apparently, maybe once all the blood is gone, is washed out to sea, it's like, yay, it's time to get back in the water. No. But turns out it's not, because no. once one shark realizes it's a decent food food source, uh-huh. other sharks will come. 
Yeah. So even okay. if it gets quiet, maybe don't necessarily go into. Okay. So <laughs> I'm giving get, you all kinds of great information. But if I get bitten by a shark, the last thing I'm going to do is be like, maybe I should get back inside that water. <laughs> I will say, God, I went on this one snorkeling trip uh-huh. and I went out and there's signs at different, like sort of how you know what beach you're on is mm-hmm. based on what mile post you're on oh. when you're in Maui. So okay. you can go to mile post 30. Obviously, I have no idea what's at mile post 30, but right. you can be like, there's been shark attacks at this mile post, so mm-hmm. get in at your own risk. Okay. So we had one such beach that we're like, fuck it. Let's just go snorkeling Ugh. anyway. It's like there's a big sign that says there's been shark attacks at this beach. So we're rolling around snorkeling uh-huh. and it's like I'm kind of off by myself and every time I sort of flip my fins the sand comes up and I know murky water is where sharks love okay yeah. and so I just got too freaked out right like yeah. I just couldn't snorkel in that area with any kind of fun mm. so eventually I was like I gotta get out of the water and then it was like a panic attack just right. hit me and I could not get to the shore fast enough. Ugh. There was no shark attacks that day, but there right. had been shark attacks previous. No. So. No. Uh, so the nose and gills are sensitive, but they're okay. most protective of their eyes. Interesting. Do not get back in the water after I, there's been a shark attack. Makes sense. And get out of the water if there is a shark attack. Okay. That's kind of the end of it. Wow. That makes me uh, excited to go to- you're welcome. Okay. So what time do sharks tend to appear? Oh. And dawn and dusk. So avoid okay. early, avoid swimming early in the morning or late at night. Okay. I can do or that. Or really dusk time. Pretty much from dark on. Yeah. Don't, don't swim. That makes sense. You should that... be good to go. Okay. I Yeah. I can definitely do that. You're welcome. Thank you, Michelle. Nailed for... it. <laughs> for making me terrified of sharks. Yeah. But yet... Giving me a way to survive them. Yeah. And you're like, exactly. fucking bitch. <laughs> uh, hmm. No, I uh, I still look forward to the honeymoon. Maybe a little more cautious <laughs> than maybe uh, some, but I look forward to it. It's no, be I had a great time. I didn't see any sharks. That's good. You saw was... turtles. I saw a lot of turtles. Aww, I In love fact, to it see scared that. the shit out of me because I was snorkeling around, yeah. like all over. And then I turn around and there is a turtle literally like right in my face and i ended up breathing in all this like seawater and everything because i freaked out so much yeah but it was really cool oh you're not allowed to feed them or anything of course well that makes sense yeah but they're um there there's a ton of them there really i can't wait oh you're gonna have a good time it's amazing i feel like maui is just such a magical place right oh Ah, you're gonna have a great time i can't wait oh my gosh I can't wait on your behalf. I can't wait for me and Joel to show up at your honeymoon. <laughs> uh, we'll be waiting. We'll yeah. be waiting there. You're going to be like on guard your entire time. <laughs> like at dinner. Just looking around. Uh, this asshole is going to show up and be like, we're here. We did show up. Oh my God. That'd be awesome. Wouldn't it uh, be? It uh, would be. No. Uh, I can't afford it after your luau. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I kid mostly. Uh. <laughs> No, I can't wait for you guys. You're going to have just such a good time. It's going to be so much fun. First uh, time in Hawaii, so uh, we can't wait. Have you done much of really too much vacationing together? I mean, I know you've gone to Disneyland and Disney World, yeah, but really beyond that. It. 
Yeah, that's it, really. Oh, you guys are going to have such we a good time. We went to, like, Seattle. I mean, we've been to, like, the states that are connected to, you know, Oregon. Oregon. But then Florida for Disney World, that was pretty much it. That's it. But, like, yeah. as far as, like, a big European vacation no. or anything like that. I honestly have never been outside the country. Oh, my I, God. You guys are going to have such a good time. I, I mean, know. obviously... Hawaii is still in the country. We Correct, understand right. that. Yes, yes. I don't need any mean emails later. <laughs> Bitches, right. learn your geography. Yeah. I know it. Mostly. No, yeah. That's why we're staying. <laughs> that's why we're going to Hawaii because it's, you know, we. I don't have a passport. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, you guys will just have a great time. Yeah. Oh, I you're going to have such yet. a great time. Ah, I can't so, wait for you guys. Thank you so much. But, uh, so yeah, that's why we are going to take the month off. Yeah. And... She's going to be vacationing. Yes. Michelle's still plotting if she's going to go or not. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so we hope you enjoyed this episode. And like I said, we're going to be back. What is it? April. What are we going to come back? The beginning of April. That's all I know. April 4th? What? For that's real? the first. I mean, oh, that's yeah. the first. I mean. Ooh. Or the 11th. One of them. All right. April 4th it is. Yeah. You just wait. I'm going to have my revenge on your April Fool's story. Oh. Oh, well, now I'm just giving it away. You did. Wow. No, I'm not going to have any revenge. You sure, just, sure, we'll sure. just have a normal episode. I see. <laughs> so we'll be back at uh, the beginning of April. So please stay tuned. And again, hopefully we'll have our swag. So you can buy some t-shirts or mugs or whatever we have or in whatever stock. whatever the F we've got. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. So... Thank you so much for listening and staying tuned, and we totally appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next episode. Well, happy wedding and happy honeymoon. Yay! Thank you so much. May you not get attacked by sharks. Appreciate that. (laughs) I do appreciate that. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. (laughs) Knock on wood. All right, goodbye. Bye.